This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. Hi, Swallows. Welcome back to Hard to Swallow Podcast. I'm your host. Emery LaBelle J on Instagram and Twitter as A.I. Emery. And please add the J to my Twitter account. And of course, I'm joined here today with the Negroes I know. Yeah. Joining me now on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar, it's Lyrical Mar. Hi, darlings, in my Mariah Carey voice. <laughs> darling, darling, Marcus, darling. Hello. <laughs> the key out of that when our sound technician says that. <laughs> he says that every time you go in the studio. And, oh, really? Yeah, he's like, Marcus, darling. Marcus, darling. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does say that. <laughs> and also joining me is Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wag. Hello, everyone. We're back. Mm-hmm. Are, are you using your social media more often now, or are you still being? No. <laughs> oh wow. Are no. you gonna make a change? Yes, I'm gonna look at the woman in the mirror. And make that change. <laughs> <laughs> They be, they want you there. It's, it's time. I know. They, they, I'm they gonna make a change. a change for once in my life. Okay. For once in my life. Okay. I have a few announcements. So I want to say congratulations to Kamala Harris on her VP pick as <laughs> Biden's running mate. <laughs> Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. 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 Potato. Potato. Bye. <laughs> she gonna be who she get called. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to say congratulations to Kamala. She has made history. She is the third woman in history to be chosen as um, a VP running mate. And she's the first woman of color in general, not just black women, to be chosen as a VP um, running mate for a presidential candidate. So that's a big deal. She's like Jamaican of Indian descent. Like, I don't know. She identifies as a black woman though, I believe. Does yeah, she? Father, her, really... her father, Jamaican American, her mother, in um, Indian. Child yeah, but is he Jamaican of African descent though? That's the thing. I gotta. Oh. I don't know. I can't. I have. I can't do her. No, you yeah, know, that's why it was a whole. You know, Jamaicans are, uh, you know, a varied bunch. It's sort of like a melting pot. There's Chinese people there. There are Indians there that were brought. Both Chinese and Indians were brought there as indentured servants back in the days. So, you know, 
Well, let's yeah. not do that. She identifies as a black woman, <laughs> and we're going to congratulate her as such. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I can't with y'all. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, We're not going to break down her blackness and not black break down somebody else's. Next. Okay, here we go. Next. We're going to send Next. our condolences to Lebanon victims. According to U.S. Today. <laughs> Jerk. You fucking dick. Jerk. <laughs> 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 Oh, this is sorry. We 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 going to something serious. My bad. Let me start this over in my serious tone. We send out condolences to the victims in Lebanon. Um, according to USA Today, at least a hundred are dead and four thousand injured um, in the explosion <sighs> that happened not too long ago. Did y'all see the video? Yes, it was frightening. Yeah. It was, oh my. It was unnerving. It was frightening. It was terrible. It literally That's the first thing. Shopping. Yeah. The it first thing like I thought of was, oh my God, TV. people are being obliterated. Literally. In the comfort of their homes, minding their business. Like, oh my God, so scary. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Prayers. Um, they oh, said that they had. They said that they had a truck parked. You know, they 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 had a whole bunch of fireworks. Apparently, and they put it in that building in 2012, and it just sat there. And you know, it it was just a really bizarre story. I mean, how something that dangerous can be sitting there since 2012. Um, and, you know, it was like t- it was like a TV blow up. It was like a movie blow up. Like there was a little tor- there was a little tornado wind and everything. I was losing it. That shit was it crazy. It looked like a nuclear explosion. Like I like with the uh, mushroom head at the top. I was literally like, I thought I was watching something out of a fucking anime remake of a Movies, film or something. something. Like, I, I, I'm like, is this real right now? And then we also saw it from multiple angles because some people like were recording from their phone and to see I how only saw far. It from one. How could you keep watching that? I, just, I only saw it once. I had to watch it multiple times because. I couldn't believe what the fuck I was seeing. I mean, it was so surreal. It looked like something out of an anime. Um, and then when, when I played it over and over again, I was like, oh my God, like what would I do in that moment? Right. But yeah, um, we send love and light, our condolences to all of the victims all that were injured, um, especially to those that, the ones who have lost family members and friends. All right, let's get right to it. So I got some breaking news. It's August 2020, (laughs) and guess what? Pussies are wet. (laughs) 
So I'm sure this song needs no introduction and has caused quite the controversy and conversation online. However, Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion dropped their song, WAP, and the visuals for it on the same night just last week. And baby, I'm actually at a loss for words because just last month, wasn't we just talking about pussies talking English, Spanish, and French with Doja Cat and City Girls? And now we're talking about wet-ass pussies this month? I'm here for every fucking bit of this, okay? Marcus, what do you think about it? Oh, well, well, to all the hard-to-swallow listeners, you should really know, if you haven't already figured out, that I'm not concerned with being politically correct. I don't give a fuck. With that being said, I'll say this. This shit has been going on for a long time. I'm a fan of female rap, so this is nothing new to me. I'm not really into white men critiquing black art. I never have been. Not that you can call it art, but that's another story. But leave them the fuck alone. Um, Megan did what she had to do. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, all I can say is this. I, I think that the one argument that I saw were particularly from people with young daughters who probably followed Cardi B and Megan. Um, But we can't be surprised. This is somebody who has openly said they make music to make money, period. She also just said two or three days ago in her video, I make this music because that's what they buy. When I make my other type of music, y'all don't buy it. And when these other female rappers make their other type of music, y'all don't buy it. So this is, this is what y'all want to hear, so I'm going to put it out. So when you have that kind of person, don't be surprised if they're doing this. If she's not concerned with making art, she's concerned with selling records. And the way she's going to sell records is talking about her pussy. So get like, used to it. Like her four mothers. So... <laughs> Just like, the, like her foremothers. Before we go there. But what, but what I'm saying is, um, don't be surprised that you're getting what you're getting from who you're getting it from. Before we get into the um, there was an the song, art, what did you, but what about the, the video itself? I thought the visual was great. Nice bodies, beautiful gowns. It, it looked it looked fantastic, um, but I think there's two sides to this story. I don't think that I, I think that if I had a young daughter at home, I may be concerned. Think you're gonna not gonna go there yet. Um, well, start, well, I'm giving my whole visual. opinion my on my terms. So that's what I have to say about it. Don't be surprised you're getting who you're getting it from. It is what it is. They want to talk about their pussy. Let them talk about their pussy. You shouldn't expect more. You shouldn't. <laughs> well, I guess we're going right into the critiques when we're done talking about the. Did you have something to say, Lindsay, about the the song itself? 
the visuals, the songs? She is not doing anything that her foremothers, namely, well, let's just start with Little Kim, Foxy, Nicki Minaj. They have all spoken about their pussies. They have all told <laughs> us what their pussies can do, what their pussies are capable of, how they like to be fucked. They have all, all incorporated that kind of language into their rhymes, period. Because Little Kim, who is the mother for hip hop, she was the mother. Foxy followed suit. Nikki took it into another stratosphere and solidified her own lane. And that's basically how it goes. So now the girls follow that template. Nikki is more recent, and I will say this to her credit. Nikki's more recent. So the template that the girls really, really follow closely, I would say, is Nikki. But it all stems from Kimberly Denise Jones, who was lambasted, who was lauded for her um, sexually explicit lyrics, who was talked about so bad when she, she um, did that now infamous leg spread. Um, right. My personal feeling about the song is I love it. It's fun for the summer, something to twerk to, something to dance to. Um, I love it. It's a fun song for the summer. It speaks to women having sexual agency and, of course, time over their own bodies. And the thing, like, two people with daughters, I don't know, it's a very slippery slope because these young kids, you can't hide anything from them, really. Like, if it's not Cardi and Megan talking about their pussies, they're going to hear Migos and the baby talk about what their dick do. Like, the men do it more so than the women. And you can't hide, you can't even, you can barely shield these babies from sex these days, you know? Um, I'd also like to say that there's a lot of women you know, who may find fault with this, um, who don't even know they have three holes. There are some women that don't even know their own bodies. They don't know what it is to be sexually liberated. They don't know what it is to go in a bedroom, be in a bedroom, and be pleasured, especially to the point of orgasm. So I'm all for two young women being liberated, um, you know, telling these people what they want, how they like it, what they can do in the bed, their prowess. Men do it all the time. Okay, let's take it there. Um, there has been a lot of talk about the feminism aspects and the craftness of the song. Um, there have even been politicians speaking out, like literally coming out of their bodies to talk about these lyrics. Um, we had Deanna Lorraine, and she had this to say about the song. She said, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just set the entire female gender back by 100 years 
with their disgusting and vile WAP songs. And even we had another congressional person from LA, his name is James P. Bradley. He said he accidentally heard the song and he didn't speak too kind of the song either. Why do you think it is that this song in particular stands out more than any of the other sexually nature songs, including songs for men and women? Um, Lindsay, do you have a response to that? Well, you know, we're going to take into account who it is. Um, you know, Cardi B is both loved and hated. Um, <clears throat> she's been problematic. Um, you know, she, she, she's been outspoken. And, you know, these days, that kind of puts a target on your back. You know, when you speak out, you got to be ready for the challenge. You have to be ready for the critique. Um, I just think it's because two women are doing it, actually, for no other reason. And it's very in your face. Like, this is not, these are not thinly veiled verses. The title itself, you know, is basically telling you what this is about. Like, it is raunchy, it is raw, it is in your face. There is no hiding. Um... excuse me and yeah I mean I'm sure there was some risk with that as for the senator who was accidentally who accidentally heard the song I find that interesting because you know most straight males when they hear the word pussy you know they're very (laughs) well versed (laughs) very well cis men who are straight very well versed in pussy and i'm sure once he heard the word pussy he could not turn that off because he had to know where it went (laughs) you know because with most straight men you hear pussy that means it's like a it's like a a call to arms can i fuck it Mm -hmm. can i you know (laughs) i gotta know what's going on with it yeah (laughs) i gotta go see something You know yeah, what I mean? Basically. Um, there's no accidentally hearing that song. You heard the word pussy this and that was a corny as fuck. to you. It's so corny to even lie. Like, just say you listen to the fucking you song. You know? Exactly. You know what a pussy is. People are acting like they don't know what it is. Yes, it's a, it's, it's a pejorative word. But we all know where we know where babies come from, and that's where it come from. <laughs> I got a question for Lyrical Mar. Now I'm gonna reword yeah. my question. Um, do you think that needs to get the type of attention that it's getting for its sexually nature, sexual nature of lyrics, like it, or does it? Is it kind of like unfair to be singled out? Yes, yeah, unfair to be singled out, but this was done with intention. You can't do a song like this and don't think it will be met with controversy. Um, and also to, and I like the way you say pussy, Lindsay. But also, <laughs> Um, 
you know, the senators and all those people, like I was really surprised by that. But I really wasn't listening to them more than I was looking at what the black people were saying. Um, the ones with daughters and stuff like that. And you just have to know that younger women will model themselves after these people. So I think that it's a moment for conversation, but I think that I don't want to hear certain people talking about it, like the politicians. So, I mean, I hate to be selective, but everybody's selective, and I don't want to hear what the fuck they got to say. But if somebody sat up there and said, but if somebody sat up there and said they don't want their daughter saying that shit or dancing to that shit, I respect that. Because, yes, they will hear from Migos and all those other people y'all brought up, but the fact is, they're going to model themselves after a woman. That's if, what they're they're gonna do. Mo- if you have a young woman in your home that's modeling themselves after Cardi B and Megan, that says more about you than anything. I mean, however, whatever you want to say, that's, you know, it's not, it's not particularly that much to look up to. I understand. Well, if you want to model yourself, if you have daughters that are trying to model themselves after female rappers, um, and I'm talking about all of them, that says more about you as their parent than anything else. <laughs> it doesn't make it better. Okay. Well, I said what I said, and I know Me what too. I mean when I say that. Me too. They shouldn't be modeling themselves after any of those young ladies. But they do, Lindsay. What do you mean? They do. They're they're in the forefront. These little thirteen year olds and fourteen year olds, that's what they do. To to ignore that is ridiculous. That's what they do. They don't have nothing to do with say what their mother tell them or their father tell them. When they go to school, they change into their hoochie outfit. You know, that's what they do. They've been doing it for years. But guess what? In your day, you had some other type of women to look up to, didn't you? Yes. In my day. Well, well, yeah, in your day. Shit, that's I mean, my, in I my mean, day, kind of my I day mean, too. I didn't look to entertainers like that. My mom was my hero. Like, I, I, I can't relate. Okay, yeah. You can't relate that. No, but I can't. Some other, but some other bitches you went to school with. <laughs> And I'm going to say it again. That says more about their parents <laughs> than it does about the rappers. Well, well, enough on that part. On a lighter note, for some reason, Kylie Jenner actually took the, the front seat in all of this because a lot of people didn't want to see her ass in the video at all. Literally, a petition was signed with thousands of <laughs> signatures. <laughs> and there were suggestions about who should replace her. Some of the names being Nicki Minaj, uh, my daughter, Sweetie. Oh, Sweetie. Sweetie, uh, Viola Davis, um, and other women. Um, did you think <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous to be? this angry at Kylie Jenner like she suggested herself 
when she was asked to be a part of it. <laughs> I'll start with you, Wendy. No, I, you know, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit up here and defend, like, really go all the way out for Kylie Jenner. But what I would like for Black women to stop doing is this um, show of pressedness. Stop being pressed by these bitches. You're fueling the fire. We're supposed to be unbothered. Um, you know, yes, the Kardashian, the Kardashian Jenners, everything about them is rooted in Black culture, which they don't like to acknowledge for whatever reason. That same gorgeous body right. that she, she pranks down the hall with, that, that template was from Black women because that's the kind of body that most likely attracts Black men. For all our prote protesting, petition signing, Black men still want to fuck that hoe, okay? <laughs> People are still going to think she's gorgeous, follow her, buy her shit. Black women have stopped, like, we're gorgeous, we're beautiful. We don't got to be pressed over these hoes. No. Kylie, I just, I just Kylie looked, she looked great in the video. But I, stop, I, don't, I want us to stop being pressed. I just think that people are sick of sharing our culture with them. And I get that. It was unnecessary. She didn't need to be there. And people well, don't, people in this day and age don't feel like sharing their culture with the Kardashians. That's, that's what I get from it. And I understand it. It is pressed, like you're saying. The petition is just, but that was probably a queen who started that. But I don't <laughs> see no black woman doing that. That a was black a woman started it, I believe. It was a black woman? I wow. believe, yes. Well, Some of them, you know. they have a hatred for the, the Kardashian Jenners that is unparalleled. Oh, yeah. Well, she I don't know. Know. She it to stop being so I mean, it was Cardi's project. Cardi said she wanted to show different representations of women, different colors, race. You know, she wanted, you know, um, Ruby Rose, she's Eritrean. You know, Suki's black. She's a mom of three kids. Mulatto is biracial. Rosalia is from Spain. There's, there was a method to the madness. I got it. She, you know she what has I mean? Some tweets. She has some tweets that are now race. Talking about it's not always about race and all this stuff. That was a mess, too. Yeah, I know, because, you know, she's not the most politically astute, you know, person. She tries to, you know, um, insert herself in these uber-political conversations where she just gets lost in, because she doesn't, quite frankly, have the range. She has the heart, but she doesn't have the range. Well, I actually saw a conversation about... Uh, about even though some people aren't the most politically astute or knowledgeable, they shouldn't be kind of, they still should be able to have a voice in the conversation because these yeah. laws do still affect them directly. Um, and so I'm not really against someone not really having the vocabulary to articulate necessarily what it is they feel exactly or understand legislation to the very core. However, yeah, there is a point where you say, you know what, I'm not qualified. Let me shut my fucking mouth. <laughs> no, I'm just pointing I'm it out that she don't have the range for it, but she does have the heart. 
she's not afraid to insert herself. She's not. She's not. She's not. She's fearless. And And I think most people, her platform probably, when it does come to the politics part, the people that gravitate to that politics are the ones who don't have the words, don't really understand Mm -hmm. everything. They're like, okay, I fuck you. I mean, she has a bit of understanding about politics. Um, She is unique that she is one of the only female rappers that has ever come out and spoke publicly about certain issues and has not been afraid to do so. Like, in that, she's fearless. Does she she have the range? Not quite, not all the time, but I think she's learning. I think, you know, everybody have... I guess room to grow. But right. yeah, yeah, she's been problematic. What well, I'll say congratulations um on your visuals and the songs on its sister. <laughs> um so yeah, we'll see how it does on the charts. <laughs> That's it. Tiffany Haddish. Guess who got a man? <laughs> Guess who got a motherfucking man? Uh, apparently, she confirmed her relationship with Common, the rapper. What she said was, <laughs> we got tested for everything. I got tested for everything. And yeah, we been fucking. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Well, she just wrote that, but that's how I read it in that voice. Well, you know that that's that's how she said it, child. That's how she said it. Period. Um, congratulations. I guess. No, it definitely ain't no congratulations. Not for that <laughs> nigga. Not for that nigga she's with. Ooh, what's wrong with Common? I like Common. I like oh. Common, but he be in relationships every two months. A serial monogamous, wasting time, wasting these girls' time. I can't get, I can't. All these beautiful, accomplished women wasting their time. Seal the deal, sir. But what really gets me is that some of the women that he's been with, like, I don't know, he's just been with some beautiful women, so I don't know, like, he are they losing him or is he losing them? But I do know that he doesn't love publicity. So I don't see him being with her ass for much longer. Period. Well, he said he was quite happy with her. Like when he was asked, he was he was happy with her and happy to have her in his life. And she um, you know, said she was happy that, you know, somebody has her back finally and I could get with that. Like we could have, I could have done without her saying we fucking are we doing it. Like, however, like girl, <laughs> you were she, she was celebrating her pussy. Wasn't she? Are you trying to make a connection here somewhere? Yeah, and it's not working. <laughs> well, guess what? She was Somebody being asked it. a question about her personal life about the man that she is dating as a grown woman. She's not, she wasn't entertaining in that moment, but I guess she used it to be entertaining because she's a comedian. But it, to me, it just seemed vi- like vulgar and crass and stupid. 
What are you, 16? Oh, wow. That's vulgar and crass. Y'all are really selective. There's a difference Period. between there's a difference Period. between creating a song for fun and then being asked a serious question about your personal life. That's where we are right now in the world. We're fucking. That's where we are right now. That's you get you get what you get. She did what she did. I didn't agree. I don't like that. No, I'm just focusing on him. I'm just focusing on him, child. He's a mess, and I can't say congratulations to her for that. All I can say is, girl, watch out. Watch out. Speaking of watch out, um, Jaguar Wright had a lot to say <laughs> about, about Connor. I don't know if y'all saw this, these videos, this live I think she did, actually. It was doing shows. It was. She said something to the effect of, allegedly, he was putting his dick in her mouth while she was sleeping. Yeah, she woke up, like, yeah, she woke up to him she trying to put his dick, dick in, in her, her mouth. mouth. <laughs> no, she didn't wake up I'm... with it in her mouth. She woke up <laughs> was and he was trying to out. put it there. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, she woke up with a dick oh, in her oh, mouth. Oh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, should we say and I didn't mean her face. I didn't mean in her okay, mouth. No, no, no. Let's say dick at the, the <laughs> forefront of her lips. Allegedly. She woke allegedly, up and the nigga was trying to put it in her mouth. Well, we she go. said there it on go. the video. Oh, she said it on the video. It ain't no allegedly. She said he was trying to put his dick in her mouth. So to allegedly. me, what she, meant, what she meant was he was poking at my mouth with his penis. And honestly, mm-hmm. if if he put, like, we all know what it is when somebody's putting a dick in your mouth when you're asleep. It's already in your mouth. It ain't no, you know, it ain't no around the mouth. It was in it. And then you oh, said, no, no. You said, you spit it out. But it was in there and she didn't like that. So, I mean, but I, what I couldn't tell was if they, well, I mean, I guess she was saying they were in a relationship. But if y'all were in a relationship and he was putting his dick in your mouth, then, I mean, I kind of saw where she was coming from, but I just didn't understand, like, if y'all were together, why you got a problem with his dick in your mouth? It's so funny you say this because I was just about to take it there. Because um, definitely I'm not just, you know, with with learning more about what consent is, I, like, just because you're in a relationship with someone, that doesn't mean you have the right to their bodies. And she okay. never really gave the origin of why she was in the bed with Common. She just said after a show, they got in, she got in the bed. Oh, okay. So, so they were in a relationship. So she never even said they were show. together. She never said they were together or anything like that. She said he wanted to have sex and she was like, I'm tired. We just did a full show. Next thing you know, she dozed off. She woke up. This fool is trying to put a dick in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I need to stop laughing. Y'all need to stop saying it like that. Putting a dick in her mouth. I can't hear that. Why is that that term so... It's just triggering. It's just triggering. (laughs) I can't hear it. Can you make that a song? Uh-huh. No, you can, you can, you can get another gay rapper to do that. 
Goodbye. Anywho, she, I, I it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may use it in a line, but I can't Let write me tell a song you something. about that. She, I don't have the she range. Was very problematic in her thinking because she's accusing um, Common, no less of predatory behavior. And in the same breath, she's also pointing out that Quest Love was almost asexual like he didn't you know he wasn't sexual toward anyone so do you want all the men to engage in misogynistic predatory behavior or do you want them to be held accountable for this misogyny and predatory behavior like she needs to really reassess and get therapy because she needs to be mm -hmm. clear on that like she was doing a lot yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know, it doesn't invalidate her experience or anything like that, but right, right. there was definitely some sort of mixed message being There's sent. some things that she needs to reflect on her damn so Almost like she, she was mad at Quest Love for not trying to come on to her or, or mad at him for not exhibiting behaviors that... Um, of the other men that were considered, she thought, predatory. Right. It made, it made no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Me um, as, But as, I do believe her. A, yeah, I believe her, too. And I just want to make it clear that just because you are in a relationship with someone doesn't mean that you have consent to engage in sex while another person is sleeping. Mm -hmm. The thought, the, the conversation does become, if y'all have that conversation before, like, does that create a common ground? But that's for another Yeah, but if, but if she said no, if she said no, that she didn't feel like fucking because they had a long show, and she wakes up with is, a dick like, in her you mouth. can't say no while you're not conscious in you. And she wakes up with a dick in her Right. But if she wake, but if she said no before she went to sleep, and if she wake up with a dick in her mouth, she got the she got a right to be upset. Period. Maybe maybe her she didn't brush her teeth yet. I'm not sucking no breath with no morning breath. You're Good violating me. Shut up. I had a situation me. like this. I said yes and then I fell asleep. And then I started getting humped from behind. <laughs> <laughs> but then, see, it's different with me. I, I did wake up and I'm like, okay, let's get this done. But, like, <laughs> it depends. Like, what is the, you can't I say don't know. no or yes or conscious. Con the conversations about consent are very nuanced. It's very yeah. sensitive. They're very touchy. You know what I mean? But the I consistent would not line like has to been... Wake up after I if told you, you are no, not conscious, I know I would not like for anybody for me to open my eye and have a, the head of a penis at the corner of my mouth. Right. Boom. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, Tiffany Haddish, Tannen, um, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck to Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Whatever that next we gonna, a loaded next statement. is gonna be Tiffany. Next is gonna be Tiffany had it. 
Okay. <laughs> Tiffany done had it. Had it what in her mouth? Had it with him. What? I'm only saying that's going to be Tiffany found some common sense. That's what it's going to be. Did she? Did she? Well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to leave her ass. Sorry. He's going to go, I used to love (laughs) H-E-R. Okay. Billy Porter. Something resurfaced of him. Um, It was actually his speech from the 2019 Emmy. Uh, So he got called out because a reporter asked him, what do you think about, uh, you know, like the trans actresses not really getting nominated and what's your take on that? And he shut that down right away. It was very much, what matters is that we in the room, I'm here. And he even said specifically, can we get the story out? Can we be grateful that it even exists? I find that so many people want to lean into the negative. It's on the air. The story is being told. We got a third season. We got to, we get to build. And basically he was like, I put 30 years in the game. I'm not just being nominated because I'm cis. I'm 50 years old and it took this long. So basically I put in my fucking time and they can get theirs when it comes to them. If that is irresponsible. It is not only irresponsible, it is tone deaf, and it's, um, I would say, disrespectful to your castmates. We're in the room um, speaks to an issue I've been having recently um, when it comes to a lot of things Black. People turn to black cis men, black cis straight men, preferably, but in this case, it's a black cis man who's mm-hmm. a gay man. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the room. What does that mean? That means gay black men are in the room when you're saying we are in the room. Trans women are not gay black men. Trans women are under the LGBT umbrella, yes. They have a unique and separate set of needs. They have unique and separate, they should be seen as unique and separate. It's not Mm -hmm. a, we're in the room, the show (laughs) is in the room. Mm The show is also centered around trans women. They are centered in the show. You can't tell me that there's a part in your mind that gotta think that, wait a minute now. Am I just being chill? He's a great actor, don't get me wrong, he is talented, but you have to he can't tell me in all hearts. He needs to recalibrate his thinking. Mm-hmm. He needs to recalibrate his fucking thinking and be a little bit more considerate of his castmates who also bust their ass, who also have fought hard to be seen, who have also fought hard to be in a show which showcases not only their vulnerability, 
but their desirability. He needs to wake the fuck up. He know what time it is. They ain't ready to acknowledge trans women for any award. Right. And I'm gonna say it. Well, his castmates weren't too well, in particularly India Moore was not happy about what the fuck he said. And she's the type of woman that's not scared to call you out. Her and Angelica mm-hmm. Ross share that in common. They are not mm-hmm. fucking scared. And so India says she was disappointed. To be quite frank, I do think that either Angelica Ross or MJ Rodriguez should have been nominated. That's just my opinion. I think they did an amazing job, a great body of work. Um, Angelica Ross, her funeral scene on season two. That entire episode, honey. That whole episode was was groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to add on to what just to add on what you were saying, that show, yes, is centered around trans women, but that show also gave you your break, bitch. Let's be clear. <laughs> your answer, your answer, was about you. It wasn't about them, and mm. I didn't like your tone. I didn't either. Yeah, like why the so, like why the fuck are you right. even asking me that? That's um, as literally a, how it as, came off. As if it's a negative question, like he was inconvenienced. Um, but I also feel like <laughs> I also feel like Billy Porter is not even really for ballroom. I may be wrong, but I'm probably not because I've been here for a long time. And when I look at her, I say, you got this part because you can sing and you can act. But guess what? I see you for who you are. And that statement even further solidifies that you are who I think you are. And I'm not the biggest fan. Mm -hmm. I'll leave it at that. And fuck you for saying we're in the room. What the fuck is Mm -hmm. that supposed to mean? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? That you'll take the little crumbs, you know, motherfucker? You know, <laughs> you should have been ready for that type of question. Yeah, you should have been question. ready for that type of question. Um, and you should have been ready to answer it better than that. Um, I was pissed that I didn't see With that. With a bit of diplomacy. Now. You know. And grace. You should have shouted out, you know, your trans sisters in that moment. But guess what? They're not your sisters. You only took this role to get your award, queen. And you got it. So I hope you're happy. Y'all didn't hold back. <laughs> no. That no. Um, put a sour taste in my mouth. I didn't there like was a way though. to do that. There was a way. Yes, absolutely, Marcus. I agree. Like There was a way to do that with Grace. Um, you, you know, with love, with integrity, acknowledging them. That is the, that is the, that is the, you know, that's the most frustrating thing when it comes to trans women. Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement mm-hmm. of their existence. If he had acknowledged the, you know, he took it as it's an affront, like, like somebody was, you know, discrediting his hard work 
and what he brought to the table. That's how he right. Which was nothing right. but his ego. There mm -hmm. was a way and to acknowledge and include the trans women and also acknowledge their hard work. Yes, and, and he was in so many powerful scenes with MJ. I don't even understand how he can't acknowledge her in that moment to say, these are incredible actors, you know, actors. Um, don't say actresses. That's not the way they do it anymore. Oh yeah, it's actors. <laughs> actors. You're right. Actors. And I just, I it made me not like him even more. I it just did. Oh, so you already didn't like? Him. <laughs> no, because I don't feel like he. I don't feel like he's for ballroom. I don't feel like he's for ballroom. And you know, being from ballroom, bitch, I can tell a bitch who's not ballroom from a mile away. I can smell you when I'm congested. And she's not ballroom. Mm -mm. She don't like I it. Agree. She uh, I agree. She thinks it's a bunch of mess. But this uh, role got you your award, bitch. And I know you've yeah. been around him before. Emery, maybe you can <laughs> say something else that's cute on her behalf. But for me, I'm, I'm not using it. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I mean, oh, go oh, ahead. Nice. Lighten up the mood. Nice. <laughs> he was oh, he's nice. nice though. He was nice to me. You know, he literally, I was sitting alone. He sat at the same table as me for doing one of the lunch breaks on pose instead of pose. And we even slightly discussed um that Terrace is burning. Um he was on earth. <laughs> He was down to earth. Like, um, I'm not going to lie and not say that sometimes that I did feel like I sensed condescension surrounding his tone towards ballroom, but I don't know him like that. And so that it wasn't really my place to make that assessment. Um, but what I will say is, when many people feel the same way, it's probably some truth to it, and we're not just you, making up our feelings. You can make the assessment, bitch. You've been in ballroom for years. You know, you know, <laughs> years. You know for years. You know who's years. not using it. You know who's not using it. And who he never said anything blatantly like disrespectful of ballroom ever. But no, when I say about um, condescending, like you're like, you know, I never really been to the, I never really been to the balls, the, the balls and things. <laughs> I didn't do oh, the ball. Yeah. I didn't do the ball. Right. I didn't do the ball. Do the ball. And, and that tone seems like that thing to me, that thing that they do. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like ballroom phobia. Yeah. You're Maybe. you're you're like you're negative, like you're negative. But less, I'm gonna keep it positive and say that he definitely probably isn't even aware of how misogynistic he could be and um, condescending. He didn't deserve that selfish. award. He didn't deserve that award more than MJ. Ooh, Ooh. damn! You you have to he did. She did more work. Ooh. Oh, she God did damn. more work. Maybe. 
Damn. Yes. Like I, I, I watched the show. <laughs> and Blanca, Blanca was mother, you hear me? Blanca was mother, yes. Uh, you know, she I was wrong. You, you, you said what you said, okay? You said what you said. Period. Mr. Porter, I kindly ask you to think again and think twice before you open your motherfucking mouth again to say <laughs> some dumb shit like that. And all right. uh, congratulations on your Emmy your Emmy nod. Absolutely. And I feel like and I feel like they were keeping it cute when they said that they were disappointed with his statement. They yeah, were they keeping were it keeping cute. it cute. Well they have to because again they're going into season three. And they work on set together. Yeah, they about to film with this motherfucker, so. And guess what? And he should be man enough or woman enough, whatever the fuck he goes by, to call them and apologize for that fucked up statement. And maybe that's because I'm going to say, because they're all close, they're family, and he actually considers them their children. I mean, his children. So he says, so he says. So he says, so he says. You know, it's kind of how when you like the senior on the show, because um, Moesha's mother, I her name slips my mind right now. Ralph. Shelly Ralph. Yes. yes, she said that she saw Brandy and um, Hakeem as her children because, you know, mm-hmm. she's been in the game and she felt like she had to guide them, help them do better. And I'm sure that experience is the same probably with Diddy Porter, who's sitting on 30 years of experience compared to maybe their five years or less, you know? And so, but they yeah. are close. The way that they interact, they love each other. I'm pretty sure it's the same way, like, you can say that you're disappointed in me publicly, but you probably would have a sit down and thorough conversation to my face and not say everything that it is that you felt, you know? So I don't know. Maybe they talk about it. I don't know. We will never know. I'd like to know. <laughs> it's not our business. Well, he's the one who sat up there and made the statement for everyone to hear. You're right. I'm with you when you're right. So do better, uh, Billy. Billy, do better. Okay, enough about that. Felon DeGeneres might not be so generous. Oh, well, no. <laughs> this, wow. She's under fire um, because many employees that work for the Ellen DeGeneres show um, have come forth citing a toxic work environment. And I mean, it's been going on for some weeks now, and maybe a lot of people are speaking up. The weirdest part for me, however, is the number of celebrities that were like guests on her show speaking out to support her. Did y'all work for her? Yeah, like, am I missing something? Just because you went to a just because you went to a dinner party with this bitch doesn't mean you know how she is and her work. It was so bizarre. It's like, so what ridiculous. The fuck are you talking about? How are you attesting to her character at work? I mean, if I was, if that was my best friend, of course I would, you know, ride for my best friend. 
But um, you y'all half of y'all don't even know the bitch like that. Y- y'all know of her. Y'all probably been to a party with her. You know, y'all not besties. And just because this lady is coming out doing the two C slide with three year olds doesn't mean she is complicit in um creating a toxic work environment. Right. Uh, it's so exhausting. I'm like, whether this shit is true or not, why are some of y'all even opening y'all fucking mouths? It makes like, no just sense. Just because to she looked like Peter Pan doesn't mean she can't be mean. Oh, baby. Well, I can believe. I can believe. I can believe it though. There I believe times, it too. There are times when you see Ellen and she's a little bit mean. But guess what? Howard Stern said it best, and I think he made this statement today. Why be a prick behind closed doors? Just be a prick. <laughs> and I agree with him. It's giving you uh, acting all this. You I don't know what that means. Just be a prick, bitch. Just be a prick. And coming from him, I knew he meant that with his whole chest <laughs> because he's a prick. But Alan probably. <laughs> but but ellen is probably just as much as a prick as howard stern and some people can't hear that because she's you know she looks like a a leprechaun and she you know she could i don't know because it's so silly i mean you know at the end of the day people in these positions a lot of them aren't nice you don't get to the top being nice sometimes. You just don't. I don't imagine anyone there is a multi-six, well, $100,000 multi-millionaire, you know. I don't imagine any of them being nice. Like, I do think that I don't even one. think Oprah is nice. I don't. Not even. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I could only imagine how she was on that set. But, I mean, I, I do think, think I think she is nice. Y'all are trying. I think she might be nicer. <laughs> I think she might be nicer. I think she's nicer. But, let me be clear. I, think, I, think, I, I, I think there is uh, I think there is a very fast-paced nature that comes with doing daytime television especially when you're doing shit live or even pre-recorded, that um, mm-hmm. it's either you with that shit or, or you're not. But these allegations have more to do on a deeper level. I can only imagine what toxicity they're even referring to. And I don't want to minimize that. Yeah, I mean, you know, people Basically, complain just, about all kinds yeah, of things. All kinds of things. And, you know, we ain't there. We don't know what the fuck going on. Exactly. They have the right to speak up and be heard. Period. It only it only started because motherfuckers wasn't getting paid during the pandemic. And that's, that's when everybody point. started that's when everybody wanted to say something about it. So keep that because in mind. Bitch, don't be asking but, me for shit if you're not paying me. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you wanna keep if you wanna keep this horrible secret, pay me. True. And that's and that's what the girls gave. Well, bitches get 
paid to be silent all the time. And the minute they stop getting paid, what they do? Oh, now I'm well, my mouth. Stop <laughs> <not> talking. <laughs> this um, non-disclosure disclosure agreement is void. Bitch, you ain't paying me like you <laughs> Yes. Be damn. I mean, bitch. honey, the trend, the trend, honey, is really 2020. She's she's a late piece of girl. But let me tell you something. <laughs> 2020 is turning it because to me, they slightly they drag Ellen down like they would do a black man. Oh. So let me tell you something, Oprah. Keep your shit tight, Mama. Keep your shit tight. That. I don't know about that. Uh, We'll say that they Listen, did grill her hard. Let, let me tell you something. And, and I know, Emery, you're on Twitter a little bit more. Yeah. The dragation was there. No, they The they report oh, from they, every... They dragged from, her into another a realm. But the, public, <laughs> but, the, but the major publications covered this in detail. Long-ass articles about this white woman and I was actually I mean I don't want to say enjoying it because I kind of like <laughs> Ellen and I like her show but it's 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 just refreshing to see it be somebody else for a change I mean you know they did it to Steve Harvey too you know they dragged him and he got fired and, that. and that's and that's oh, true. Shit, I him that yeah, and it was yeah, the I mean, same type just, of shit too. Like it was literally it was, the same yeah. type of thing. It was the same like, type of you shit. know, you're not supposed to look at him. You know, when he come in, you and he wrote them a, a very, you know, memo making that very clear. Do not address me in any yeah. way, shape, or form. I mean, you know, Alan is still she's a white woman, but that she's might still be gay. I'll probably she's still gay. That. No, I'm just saying it was refreshing to see it be somebody else. And it was fresh it was refreshing to see certain publications talk about it. You know, some of them they don't talk about it if it's gonna, you know, hurt their girlfriend. But think, honey, they was giving pay it. Before yeah, but uh, this is a person that really is really if ever in drama. So of course as soon as they're like, Oh, Ellen Ellen Oh, we're going to talk about this. Hey, shut the fuck up, Kevin Hart. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say about anything oh, ever. Yeah, he's talking Ellen. about my friend. He said my friend Ellen never treated me with anything other than respect. Um, that's because she let your black ass come up there and you know, um, so this is defend yourself and fucking Watutsi and 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 do the <laughs> twist. <laughs> so basically <laughs> the twist Ellen Ellen came to Kevin Hart's defense and so now and bring Kevin out the coming. fucking banjo right. <laughs> bitch please this is you know him I guess paying it forward trying to but you know my shut your motherfucking mouth of the week Shut up, Kevin. This is we need, this to, start, we need to start that. This we need, need that, that needs to be a segment. Shut this your motherfucking a, mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. That the might first karma. one is Kevin Bitch. Hart. Bitch. Add that to it. 
You need not even be speaking. <laughs> I hear Your five-foot ass has barely even come out that six-foot ditch that you even been in, bitch. You shouldn't even be opening your mouth about anything. Okay. Nothing. I hear Oprah say nothing, and she better not. Oh, no. Oprah's not one word. Brianna Taylor. Oprah has been having some fantastic content on OWN. In the last month or so, I mean, she's oh, really? turning. Before it's like programming, like TV programming. Yes, she is turning it for the blacks. The blacks mm. better not say nothing about Oprah. Mm. <laughs> well, I know y'all will anyway, but yes. the blacks really need to. <laughs> <laughs> the blacks keep getting it's I, a castle to be. They're castle to be on I, the block. I could, I the blacks. I can say that. Fuck y'all, the blacks. Okay. <laughs> My mm-hmm. They gonna put. They gonna put down over anytime they can, honey. That's that's exactly what they gonna do. Okay. Well. Right, Kevin Hart, shut up, and right. you get Kevin the Hart, shut your motherfucking shut mouth, oh, bitch award. I need you to slather. An E6000 glue on your lips and feel it very, very fucking tiny. No, no one wants to hear from you at no, all. No one. No. About anything. That's the only joke. gay. That's the only gay you accept is Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> because he don't got to worry about no dick in his face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, might open up that drawer. game is hard, honey. We're not about to talk about a 50-something-year-old woman <laughs> in her strap game. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> anyway. We will see yes. how this all plays out in the long run. Yes. Well, to to end it off, they said she's thinking about walking away from the show. Uh, yeah, dun, dun, that's dun. that's what's going on here. So uh, okay. She and her show twenty twenty would really gag me at it, so much has changed already. Okay, that, like, this is damn. just another layer of how this decade is already like, bitch, I'm here. <laughs> and you gonna I'm love here. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you gonna love me. Baby, let's go get some here. Baby. Who we giving head to? Who are we giving head to? Hmm. Who made that be? Shine already. Time already. Getting some head. Oh, oh, we're back for the need uh, some head segment. Uh, wow. uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love the ASMR. 
Allah'ım. You know, I make, I make, I make cute, I make cute sounds. You know, I don't make, I don't make an attractive sound like other people. You're insane. Uh, sound like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! I believe you. <laughs> Stop! I believe you. <laughs> bitch, maybe I be kicking bitches that be trying to go in. <laughs> Get out of me, <laughs> bitch! Oh my god! Y'all <laughs> are so silly. This ain't a bitch you want to ride at all, McKee. Goodbye. <laughs> now, <laughs> I've actually been waiting to give this lady head since D Day. Mm-hmm. I imagine us doing lesbian shit like busting ass together, listening to Bootylicious <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> you know, of course. The queen deserves yeah. an upgrade to some of the yeah. finest heads in the lines, baby. Yeah. They got lips, but baby, I got tongues. The person deserving of head this week is none other than D Nene, also known as <laughs> Beyonce. Beyond Snow. Yeah. Yes. Beyonce Don't think my power. Motherfucking kid. <laughs> Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> I always keep when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beyonce. Okay. You know she got Beyonce. a cousin named Beyonce. Well, the, her her um her last mom's name, name is B. Yeah, the Beyonce. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They work together. Mom's mate. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. The cousin Angela. Beyonce. Yeah, that's her name. Mm-hmm. Angela Beyonce. Anyway, okay. Beyonce needs some motherfucking head. And for she one tax for many things. But as of today, she needs some head for her blackest kingdom that she did. Yes. Yes. Time already. Time already. What did you guys think of the film? I love that, um, you know, Beyonce is so dramatic. I live for it. (laughs) But I I saw a picture of her on the wall like she was God. Did you see that? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like she was uh, Mother Mary or some shit. <laughs> I saw that picture on the wall. I said, "You know what?" But I say, "Sit down." But the rest, but the rest, but the rest of that film was fantastic. You know, um, she just has a way of uplifting people that I really adore. And I've been hard on Beyonce in the past. Mm-hmm. In the past, mm-hmm. but it's really nothing that. You can say about this woman. I mean, 
she tries her hardest to do what she thinks is right. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, sticks out the most. Of course, if you critique it, you can find something wrong. But right. at the end of the day, I just, I felt great after it finished. Mm-hmm. There were some emotional points for me in the film, but, and I'm also a crier, but I didn't really cry, but I did tear up. So I said, oh, okay, maybe there was a little bit of emotion there. But I, for the brown skin girl part. Brown skin girl definitely was, yes. I um, cried every time. I've seen it twice, and both times I could not. Maybe because I'm brown. It has yeah. more special meaning for me. And it's coming from, you know, a woman of lighter skin, so that was another emotional mm-hmm. Definitely. about it. But it seems like it really does matter to her to uplift brown skin people. So I think that's what I got mostly from it. And it looked beautiful, of course. She was beat as hell in every single scene. Um period. Even when she was barefoot, she was beat. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I don't know. It just I, I'm so I'm just so glad that young black people can I guess we can live in a world with wet ass pussy and black ass king. I mean, it really, they can coexist together. Yeah. And, you know, be, thank God Beyonce's doing it. That's all I got to say, because really, it's nobody else out here that's, that's trying to do anything. No, this level of cinematography, this is things you didn't really see people doing. You don't see them doing it like that anymore. Like, Gaga and, of course, Michael and Janet put this much effort into their videos, but you don't really got nobody really doing all of this, you know? And so it's great to see that she's keeping that alive. Yeah. It was beautiful. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was like a journey. Um, There's tons of symbolism. Um... I need to read up on all the um, references, Mm -hmm. but just looking at it, it's visually stunning. She looks beautiful, Um, ethereal, like all of these things. And yes, I was emotional, brown skin girl. You know, just, I don't know, it was weird. It was a mixture of the song itself, seeing all these brown beauties, um, Blue Ivy, she included Indian brown girls as well, which I thought was really cool for inclusion. And um, just seeing the love between her and Kelly, it was just so sweet. And um, it, it's just visually just captivating and beautiful. It really is. And this story, you know, I guess it's in alignment with the Lion King story. There's a little boy, all these beautiful songs centering all these African artists. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be argued that they're the more popular ones, of course, because she did have a product to sell. But, you know, 
overall, I I just enjoyed it. It it really is a feast for the eyes, mm-hmm. and it does make you feel proud. And I think that's what her aim was. You know, um, yeah. there's been a ton of critique from <clears throat> American folks, African <laughs> folks, American, yeah, African American <laughs> child like. I will say this Beyonce is not above critique like her projects are not above any critiques but I do think people are hypercritical when it comes to Beyonce but I mean some people made some valid you know valid critiques as far as you know the cultural side of what she was doing and the the placing of symbolism and that sort of thing um Mm -hmm. africans were very vocal you know Mm -hmm. or shall i say people from african countries because african there's what 54 countries in africa and then if you (laughs) add in like these de facto states it's like 66 countries in africa so there's a thing that Africans always say too. They they always say you know they didn't they didn't become African until they got to America. You know because they were Senegalese or Eritrean or Ethiopian or you know from the right. Ivory Coast or wherever they're from. But right. um, there was some interesting commentary on you know on their side. But it was beautiful overall. Yeah, I mean, but yes, it got critiqued for a lot uh, appropriation. Um, but they were, it was divided. Um, some thought that she actually did show a lot of more appreciation, more so, seeing as you know, she paid these artists well. Um, she gave them kind of like full creative control, at least on some parts, to make sure things are creatively brought to life in the way that it should be or worn a certain way or seen a certain way. And so uh, I think a lot of people from the continent of Africa did feel proud about it. And like you said, some people did not. It didn't sit well with them. But but I didn't see any Africans saying anything negative. I looked too. I mm-hmm. saw some I saw some I saw some African Americans and I'm not talking about black folks. I saw mm-hmm. some African Americans, you know, their parents were from Africa. I saw some of them saying something, but to me, they were being fair. But mm-hmm. I saw some just black nigga bitches saying stuff, <laughs> and they, <laughs> and they weren't, you know, they were to me, I you know, focused on the wrong things. That's my thing mm-hmm. for twenty twenty. Focused mm-hmm. on the wrong things. Oh lord. And you know, I just, I was really surprised by that. I mean, I was expecting it, but, um, you know, the Africans, they, they liked it, you know, for the most part. They may have said, seen some little stuff that they didn't really like like that, but overall, they appreciated it, and, and that is what matters to me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, if they were look, pissed, maybe I would be. Maybe. They have the right to nitpick about how their culture is represented. I'm Absolutely. not going to 
you know, disallow that. So, I mean, yeah, you're not going to make everyone happy. Um, and we all can always do better. <laughs> like you said, Beyonce is not above critique. But overall, but, I, but she deserves some head. She, she does. Motherfucking head. Oh, one of the things I saw that actually did make me a little emotional. It was literally this um, this young girl. This, this mom had recorded her daughter reacting to the, the movie. The girl was in oh. tears, like literally in tears. She's like, why are you crying? She was like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I was like, oh my God, it's so that's cute. That's so cute. It was. It really is. You should, I mean, literally, like, I shut treat my yourself. That whole treat yourself. It's beautiful. The only, the only time I snickered was when I seen Jay-Z pull up. But other than that, <laughs> I, I, I shut my motherfucking mouth and it, it actually did what a Disney movie is supposed to do. Like, you know, it or what a Disney production, I guess, is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you shut the fuck up and watch and listen uh-huh. to the messages. But when I saw that nigga Jay-Z pull up, I said, you know what? He's in the song. I understand that. And, he, and like I said, he ate, and like I said, he ate his verse. He, he ate did. his verse. <laughs> but it, just, it was just for some reason when I saw him, I was like, girl. <laughs> I don't think like, you even liked her doing a joint album with him. I liked that. Um, I, I, well, I didn't think she needed to, but I mean, it was it was expected. It was just something about seeing him. It was the way yeah. he pulled up. It, like it, um, everything almost felt very authentic until that part came. <laughs> and if you see it, you know what I'm talking about. Like the way he pulled up, it was just like this. This is not. This is not the movie Belly. Okay. You know what? This is not the movie Belly. Why are you? But I told you that part was more coming to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, work, work, Beyonce. Mm Mhm. Yes. Work, She deserves all the head. Sloppy toppy. She, She deserves all of the head. In her six-inch heels. Yes. In her six-inch heels and with Jay-Z big-ass lips. <laughs> Goodbye. Because he going to get all the water with them lips. <laughs> all the water. Well, when you look like you been sucking in a cup, bitch, with them lips, I know he got to suck through <laughs> <laughs> Mix some pussy really well. Uh, I know that man gotta be talented. He might be a hard one to compete with, but I think goodbye. I, can keep up. I think I can keep up. Goodbye. <laughs> this is all okay. on Beyonce and Beehive. You're a married yes. woman, and in all due respect, Daddy used to teach me to tie my shoes. Really, bitty child had a smile like you. <laughs> is that what she said? Shine Find your way back. <laughs> Can take my power, my power, my power. Okay. Don't take, don't take my power. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and Beyonce, she's a little thicker these days too. So that pussy is real gushy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Her that, that green, she. that that green and black stripe number. Mm-hmm. Woo! I said, come on. I've never seen. I've never looked at her in that light before. Mm-hmm. It's womanly. It's pretty. Feminine. Fat pussy. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Fat pussy. Fat pussy. English, Spanish, and French. Chanel Pussy YSL. Okay. I love so you, Beyonce. So speaking of fat pussy, you ever talk about fat phobia? <laughs> no, Is that the segue? But let's do it. <laughs> Is that the segue? I cannot believe that's the segue. I can't. <laughs> wow. Wow, there's some, really? there's some big bits going. Wow, wow. Make it make sense. Make it make but can sense. I, but can I say something about Beyonce real quick again before that? She actually inspired me to write a song about black stuff. Really? I didn't know that. Is that what that new song is about? Oh, I'm not going to say the name. Mm-hmm. But she did inspire me. Anyways, so um, topic of the day. The topic of the day. You big. Oh, wow. <laughs> you pull it up. You big, baby. <laughs> and y'all thought nah. I was the ignorant one on the show. Here's the T-O-D, the topic of the day. All right. So, baby, we have to talk about this shit. When I tell you Twitter was in an uproar about this thread... We had to dissect this right away. I saw a tweet saying from the King of Reed, not wanting to be fat is fat phobic. And baby, the girls went the fuck off. Do you hear me? Let me tell you how controversial this tweet was. I even screenshot it and reposted on my Facebook. Comment. Start being very revealing of people's fat phobia. <laughs> Saying nothing. I was just literally sitting there watching, like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, this is going to be a lot to digest. <laughs> um, and we are all fat phobic, all three of us. Let that be clear. We're well, all fat phobic. Start. Let's start with what is really fat phobia? Well, you know, that sentence said if you don't want, if you not wanting to be fat is fat phobic. So in that moment, I'm fat phobic. Well, Anybody I'm starting with fat phobia and sizeism. So fat phobia is a fear and dislike or dislike. Discuss of 
fat people and the stigmatization mm-hmm. of individuals with larger or bigger bodies. Oh, so, is that what you so, asked me? What is my idea of fat phobia? No, no I'm just, just like, said saying like, in what general. is fat? What, what is fat phobia? So, I mean, like literally, oh, like, what is that phobia? Okay, phobia is it's like it's intense fear, just like becoming fat, fat bodies, um, the stigmatization of individuals with big bodies, uh, yeah, the disgust of it. That is literally by definition of fat phobia. So, when I saw this tweet. I had to do some reflecting on my own fucking thinking because I have been guilty of making polls and tweets like, oh, I need to lose this, this 10, 20 pounds. Oh, I'm getting big. Oh, I need to get on my diet. And of highlighting my fear of gaining weight. So immediately I have to smack myself on the hand like, oh, bitch. Based on what I just defined fat phobia, fat phobia to be, when I saw this tweet, it's true. I, if you think about what not wanting to be fat means, why do you not want to be fat? There's a negative connotation being associated with gaining weight, with being fat, literally. I don't want to be that. I don't want to look like that. I know what comes with the territory of that i won't be as beautiful um certain things i can't do i won't be as healthy like it's a lot of negative things but i mean i don't have all this shit together but this tweet is definitely it served you it served, served me you. yes it, it did served, it served me too um and i'll say this and i'll repeat it again and the listeners already know i am not pressed to be politically correct and i don't give a fuck no but i still when i saw it it slayed me but i still think and i even accept it yes i'm fat phobic but i don't have negative views of fat people I don't shame them. There have been some in my life as friends, family, so forth. Um, and so I understand when somebody wants to sit there and argue that they're not fat phobic, but at the end of the day, you are. If, if you're, you know, having the negative connotation between being fat, mm-hmm. it, it just, it's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. And I think, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. And I just I just had to sit with it because, you know, as as much as I've um as much as I've reflected on it and I know the reasons why I don't wanna be, you know, mm-hmm. on a larger side because of health, you know, issues that have happened in my family history, you know, I guess that shit is negated and it's out the window when you're talking about this subject because I guess it doesn't matter why you don't want to be fat if you just if you don't want to be fat then you're fat phobic and that's and that's what it comes down to and y'all know me I fight everything 
but I'm not going to fight this. It is, it is what it is. And I, um, just, I, I just, I hope everyone looks at it and doesn't have to feel like they need to respond different to it. Um, yes. they, of course they're going to respond to it. So I two things I want to point out that when it comes to all these isms and phobias, there are always going to be these nuanced conversations of what it is and what it isn't and how to look at it. It's going to be different levels. A lot of this shit is on a spectrum, right? You know, most people think just because I don't call a bigger person a fat bitch that I'm, I can't be fat forward. But there are other ways in which there are a lot more um, less, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Less in your face ways to be fat forward. Yeah, subtleties. And for example, when I think about, for example, people that are homophobic, you got some people out here calling you fag, and then some people saying that they're okay with gay people, but they don't want their family members to be gay. They don't want their kids and their children to be gay. So how really accepting and much of an ally are you with you're okay with it in your circumference, but when it comes into your life and attacks you directly, well, or if you have to deal with it directly in your personal life, then you're not okay with it. It's the same in this situation to me. Like, I'm okay with everybody around me being big, but bitch, God forbid, don't let me be big. I don't want that for me. <laughs> I don't want you, that for me. You get Oh, blocked. no. Don't let me be big. You know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know, I, but that's just kind of how it kind of seems to be. Like, if I get a stomach, oh, bitch, hell no. I, and I'm not, and this is not about you, Marcus. This is just in general because I saw a lot of people saying, I don't want to be fat because of health reasons. That seemed to be the popular response. I don't know if that's really true. I think that help is actually probably on it's the, true for me. the lower, I, I said in general, not for you. What I think, I think that on the hierarchy of things actually doesn't hit, sit at the top of the reasons why they want, don't want to be that. I, I, that's just my, I think the shallow, superficial reason for not wanting to be fat is higher than your health. I don't really think no one is sitting here measuring their, you know, <laughs> their fat ratio, <laughs> their blood pressure, the cholesterol. I don't think they really sitting here concerned about that shit. I think they're worried about the amount of neck. <laughs> I think they're worried about their stomach. I think they are, you know, worried about how people in society will view them if they gain weight. I think they're worried about if they'll be still as beautiful. These are the real reasons I think that they're concerned about. But we've said a lot and we haven't let Lindsay to get a word in edgewise. So Lindsay, what do you think so far? Well, I want to speak directly to your post yesterday because, you know, I was kind of gobsmacked by it all. There were, there was a lot of denial. 
going on and I actually couldn't believe it because it's like nobody really wanted to acknowledge that that tweet the tweet at its most base level was true um even the people commenting who professed to be you know who admitted that they were bigger um I have a theory about that I think it was out of being you know it was out of the same fear fear of being ridiculed like if you you know you announce on a post like that I am a bigger you know I'm I'm someone who would be considered fat and I don't necessarily agree with that or someone said it you know that tweet was subjective there's nothing subjective about it I'm about no. to say something you know like that's ugly and not cool and this is why um you know when you know better you do better but for the bigger people who are saying that they disagree with that statement um you really have to think about what that means when someone says i don't want to be fat that is a direct attack at your life mm -hmm. there is a perception that a fat person's life is pathetic. It is filled with rejection. There's no desirability. There's no sexuality in it. There is, you know, no opportunity in it. And we all know the Western standard of beauty is white, blonde, and thin. Stop playing in my face. When people say they don't want to be fat, bigger people, they don't want to be you. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I want us all to keep it a buck. Yeah. Um, that is what was disheartening to me. And then people were just taking also on that post taking license to be disrespectful right yeah you know and mean displaying the fat phobia literally and i saw a comment and i saw a comment that said <clears throat> the fact that there are fit queens on this post talking about fat phobia and what he was just saying, bitch, a fit person don't have no place to be determining what fat phobia is, period. I keyed key at that. That's ridiculous. I keyed. Ridiculous. Um, you know what fat phobia is. We know what it is. Let me tell you something. And, and like I just said, let's not pretend that our personal preferences, you know, um, go above and beyond fucking cultural norms. Right. The standard is to be thin. And let me tell you something, like, fat phobia is real. In my personal life, I had a mom with issues. She wasn't a big lady, but she was told by my father, never be big. Just don't be fat. Please do me a favor. Do not get fat. She spent right. her entire life never having that meal or meals that would make her that way those issues have been passed down to me um my worthiness 
is associated with weight, especially with men, you know? You're not gonna be, you're not gonna get married if you're over a certain weight. Or if you lost 20 pounds, my current boyfriend would have given me a ring already. Shit like that. All of that is fat phobic. All of it is negative. All of these things that, you know, we've been told from the outside about what it is, our perceptions about what it is to be a fat person. All of that accounts for our, it's almost like innate fat phobia. Mm. This whole society as a whole is taught to have a dislike of being fat, like, you know, not fat people on a personal level, but there are assumptions made about fat people. They can't possibly be healthy. They can't possibly live, live you know, enriching lives, all kinds mm-hmm. of things. Right. Um, another comment that I saw comments was from you know people of a certain weight or or a larger weight saying well I'm fat and I don't want to be fat so this can't be true and I really kind of wanted them to reflect on that statement yeah and, 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 and atone for their internalized hatred you you already um you proved the point of the tweet. And just because you're big doesn't mean that you have <laughs> listen doesn't mean it's just not the same you're thing. A fat person, you characterize yourself as a fat person or you're a big person doesn't mean you got the answer to that. That tweet meant what it meant. Your internalized hatred notwithstanding period one thing that i was thinking about though is um with that statement said oh i'm sorry my laptop Oh my God, this <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> now, no, no, with that statement said, when you think about it on a deeper level, when a bigger person says, well, I don't want to be fat either, you're saying something deeper. You're saying that. I don't want to be me. And then when you say, I don't want to be me, you're also saying something else. You're implying something. Why would somebody want me? Right. I don't want to be me. I don't want me. I don't want me. All those things I talked about, it's like, you know, we're taught to believe the hype. It's not an attack. This is the truth. All of this is in, it becomes internalized. Because it also, it implies like if you are not wanted, then you're saying that what? Bigger people don't deserve 
They don't. Need, they can't be desired. They can't live normal lives. Like it, it's, it's so many implications being made, and I know it might sound a little dramatic, but these are things that we do have to think about. Now, it's you can. I do think that possibly you may be able to choose where you stand on this topic. It's a little tricky because I don't know if this is as equally comparable to Equal, wait, equally comparable to what? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Equally comparable to what? I don't know if these things are equally comparable to like other classes of identities because this is something that you can change about yourself. This mm -hmm. is... Um, definitely everybody over. everybody deserves to have the way everybody deserves to want what they want for themselves but it doesn't mean you're not fat phobic like that no it doesn't it doesn't mean you're not fat phobic and um what else let's say also that at a certain point in weight there is proven that that is unhealthy the fat that's there like, not everyone that is over a certain weight class is unhealthy. I think that has to be debunked and thrown away. Um, now, most of us can probably, what, draw a fucking invisible line at, okay, I, I stopped that way of thinking at morbid obesity. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. But um, I just want to create a space that will respect for all body types. Um, I was talking to Lindsay about this with, and she was talking about a nutritionist who really, her way of thinking is her philosophy is really just kind of be your best self at whatever weight that is. And she's paper thin. Um, I guess one of the main things anyway <laughs> on she our is. attitude, our attitude thinking surrounding it, like even when we say out loud, I don't want to be fat, like that tone and attitude implies like a disgust, a dislike, a fear um, of, of weight. And yes. So is by definition, <laughs> All, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really about, you know, um, see, but the industry, the industry, the food industry, a lot, like, has a lot to do with it, you know, the way they are, you know, the language surrounding food and nutrition and dieting. Yeah. Um, you know, it, 
it's a lot of it is fat phobic and a lot of it is you know ugh, it's polarizing in that way um this nutritionist that i follow is really trying to you know reframe the language around and, and not only reframe the, the language but just the overall approach to eating and dieting you know, that has a lot to do with it. Um, and being mindful and thoughtful and kind to your body mm -hmm. and your spirit. You know what I mean? Instead of, you know, berating it. I don't want to be fat. You know, all of that is a negative connotation. It's whether you want to believe it or not. Now, again, I'm still on my journey of unlearning this. You know, I think it's definitely easier said than done for me to tell y'all, how do you really, um, like, change your thinking of, like, okay, I want to eat healthier, go to the gym without, like, thinking in my head, like, ah, like, losing weight is a goal. Yeah. Like, even, you know what I mean? Like, I... It's obsessive. It really is obsessive. Like just the other day, I'm like, I need to, oh, I'm, it becomes, <laughs> yes. yeah, it's, it becomes overwhelming. It becomes overwhelming. And even like I literally said today, like I lost nine pounds to see that nine pounds as a celebration, that losing those nine pounds as a celebration, I realized yes. that I was literally doing it again. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. how to really break it. I don't. It is something that has been ingrained in us from Listen, since I can I, remember. I accept that term, but, but I'm not going to nitpick myself on every single thing I say about my <laughs> body. Well, we know if you. I, if, I, if, I lose, if I lose nine pounds and I want to celebrate it, I'm gonna celebrate it. Okay, okay. that's fine. <laughs> and guess I'm what? You not <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, don't, you know, I mean, you can do what you want to yourself, you know, it's you, but you don't have to do that to yourself. If you made a goal that you wanted to lose weight and you lost the weight, you lost the weight and you can crack a smile. Okay. I think you can be celebratory about losing weight. Um, There's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with it. I, and I think you can be. It's just about once again mindfulness and thoughtfulness. Um, yeah, but you don't have to be mindful and thoughtful when he's talking to himself. You know, here's my thing about it. You have. I, I, I'm glad that. I'm glad that I eat what I want to eat, like those delicious. Motherfucking Ben and ben Jerry's and ice cream sandwich. Klondike bar. Klondike. <laughs> <laughs> and I go up and down in my weight. I I don't mind the way I look when I'm bigger, but I do mind the way that I feel. And I do have a problem when I'm losing breath tying my goddamn shoes. And I do mind when I'm tired from doing things I shouldn't be tired doing. I mind that. It bothers me. It bothers me. It puts me, it puts, it makes me feel down. Okay. So 
I can make a decision for myself and say, bitch, I'm getting too big. <laughs> because it's about a feeling. It's about a feeling. If you're doing it because you feel like you look ugly or something like that, to me, it's different. But me personally, you know, I will, you know, make adjustments when mm -hmm. I'm carrying. And when I say carrying, I mean carrying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, we were, and we were all just, and we were all just carrying um, during quarantine. Um, so people were like, oh my God, I've gained so much weight. I saw people gagging, but for me as a person who goes up and down, it's just like, well, girl, it's, it's just weight. But I think that, you know, people have, I, I sometimes think that that's all people have is their body. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, that's no, I have point. to keep, that's I have to really keep it together. Point. Cause, cause if I don't, then, then this, what I do don't I have? Like that. <clears throat> if I'm a little bit fat, I'm a little bit fat. And guess what? I have clothes in my closet that are for the big market. And I have some that are for the small market. Okay. <laughs> and I am fine. And I hope that there are other people who can learn to be like me because I'm not hard on myself about weight. But if I'm carrying, I'm carrying. And I say that with my New York accent. If I'm carrying, <laughs> if I'm carrying. But I don't think we should start making people feel bad for having standards for what they want for themselves. I'm not going to do that. But you well, are. Well, no, I'm not going to make people feel bad for having standards. I think some people would. I or people make would. people feel bad for being big either. Yeah, right. absolutely not. This is kind of like. Especially myself. Fuck that. This is kind of like a body neutrality thing, I guess, right? Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Listen, yeah no commenting on bodies like people say things like you know that's another thing like I, and I deal with yeah, that they, they there's always things. a comment yeah and it makes you more conscious about it like like you don't see yourself every day like yeah I know I did like you think you have to tell me that I gained weight I, and, I, when, I and when I saw it happening to Emery <laughs> I was like when I saw it happening to Emery because it used to happen to me when I was Emery's age like when I picked up weight, you know, people would be like, "Oh, you're 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 kind of okay," and then I guess you kind of get used to it. But then Emery was like, "Bitch, don't make no comment about my body," and I'm like, "Bitch, they gonna make comments about it. Like that's what they gonna do." And then 15 minutes later, we see a new bitch, and they comment they comment on Emery's body. Literally. So therefore, so therefore, you know, is that why Emery lost the nine pounds? I don't know. No, I don't it's think not. So. Who, who it's knows? Really not. Who knows? Well, well but no. I'm just saying, I always, shut your mouth. It was, shut your exactly. Mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. But for me, it's deeper because I always have kind of been in a place where I've been really thin. I've been, now I'm at a certain weight now. I've been in the middle. My whole thing is I don't want anyone like really commenting on my fucking body. I think that right. has anything to do with people seeing me as a model or somebody that it's just kind of like a prize or a trophy piece or an object 
because I might be an attractive person to some people, because they see me that way, that they always are commenting about everything physical about me. Like, when it's at its best and when it's not. All the all right. fucking time. You look good together. Your hair's this, 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 this. You dress like this. They're always commenting about everything fucking about me. I don't make space. I don't make space for you to do that. I don't need you to tell me it's given this one day and it's given that another day. I don't fucking because if I did that to you, you wouldn't have any of your self esteem left. So don't <laughs> fucking do it to me. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know what? I be telling everybody all the time. I'm like, your butt's getting really. It's getting really big. And I mean, I, you know, it's a point. I mean, but I, I mean, who doesn't want a butt that looks like that? You understand? <laughs> but, bitch. I would like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's big and it's, you know. It's, and perky. <laughs> <laughs> it's up nice. But when I heard, it's just like, like me and Maria are close. So if I make a comment to, to him, it's not the, to me. It's kind of not the same because I'm I only make those comments to people I'm close to. I don't see a bitch that I'm not that close to and be like, oh, making a comment about their body. Like fuck mm-hmm. that shit. But, but do you I both do... agree? Do you both agree that you know being gay, gay is a first of all, gay black males. It's a very aesthetic driven. Well, being gay and male very yeah. aesthetic driven <clears throat> culture oh yeah oh yeah um and then no add you gotta more compete layers. with these girls add more layers <laughs> being a part of our urban community and being a part of ballroom yes. and being and, and ballroom. For myself walk in a category that is literally aesthetic visual based yes physical beauty absolutely right. No, no matter where I fucking go, there will be a comment about something. Mm-hmm. There will be a bitch in fucking sweatpants, stinky socks, and a, a ugly ass hair tie, and a fucking tank top. But they will see me with a, a, a hair out. And it'll be given, Emma, you can't be out here not with your hair perfectly in place. What's wrong with you? You walk face, girl. Mm-hmm. It's your Emory. Like, it's, it's always. <laughs> Bitch. That's a lot of pressure. It's, it is a lot of pressure. And then, I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes it, it, like, sometimes, like, I don't, do I really feel like showing up? Because even if, when I'm going to the fucking small function, I, I'm gonna have a bitch, and literally, I ain't gonna say where I was and who I was with. I went to a small function, and on me as I was making my fucking plate, and so I walked up to them. I was like, "Y'all talking about me?" He's like, "Yeah, we are talking about you, cause bitch, you don't need to eat no more, cause it's going straight to that ass." <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like it's always like the same. <laughs> I can't even be comfortable at the the hole in the wall. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> that's fuck. That's fucked up. It is what it is, but yeah, I, I'm all for body neutrality. I'm not fucking sitting here crying at all. I'm literally just being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all of us is just do us. Be the best person. And mind your business when it comes to other people's bodies. Mind your fucking business. With your commentary. Yeah, your commentary. That's all. Just try to be a little bit more, you know, discerning when we're talking about weight and, you know, how that might affect other people. Like if you're talking to yourself, because I know my birthday's coming up. I want to lose ten pounds more. I've already (laughs) lost ten pounds. I want to lose ten pounds more. And guess what? Go. Work. <laughs> I, I I ain't never gonna make nobody feel bad for wanting to lose weight. Period. And like other people do, or we're trying to, because to me there are levels. But the statement was true. And and I want to add another thing. You're in you like when you see when you're talking and you say that that bitch blew up, bitch. I feel she blew up. That's part of it, it too. That's part of it too. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep your keep your mouth. Keep. Yeah, don't just nobody want to hear commenting business. on other bodies. Like we make it a habit to comment on other bodies. And not only do we comment on other bodies, we sometimes even make it a mission to address it to the person. Like, do you know you're getting big? Do you know you're getting thin? I think they or know. Or you look like you lost weight. Or, all types they of know. And then, oh my God, I was I was close to someone who used to break down women's bodies so badly. Women oh that that you would look at them and be like, huh? But he would find fault. Rihanna's right. gonna get big like her mother. If she doesn't cool it. Black people. Mother's an older woman. She's gonna she's gonna gain weight just like her mom. Oh, oh wow. God. If she doesn't cool it. Megan the Stallion, she could be she needs to lose fifteen pounds. This one needs to lose mm-hmm. weight. He'd look better, um, you know, he could tighten that waist up. That ass would jet out more if that waist was more defined. <laughs> it's exhausting. This is someone it's who it would be characterized as they all they have is their body. That's all they're thinking about night and day. Ooh, you would Aesthetics. have to be that person. Huh? You would have to be that person too. To yes, be always that's talking all about they're talking about. Body. Surface, 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 surface. Ooh. Well, that's that on that. It's hard to swallow. It is hard to swallow. Swallow in the king of reeds is always, always controversial. Always controversial. He said he didn't mean for that tweet to be like that. No, he, but, I think he just made a simple statement and it turned into some other shit. The girl went off. Because 
hit dogs for hollering. All the time. <laughs> hit dogs for hollering. Because I definitely got hit with a fucking slipper. But I, I was sitting here more like, ooh. I, I actually, I sat in bed and was thinking about that shit for an hour. Uh-huh. Like, in like, deep thought. And then, it was on my mind for a few days. Like, I'm really <laughs> digesting this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah, post, post was um, enlightening, to say the least. In many ways, yeah. I, I was gagging. Like, what? Nobody, it was like nobody really wanted to acknowledge the truth in that initial tweet. And that was bothering me. Now, swallowers, I know a lot of y'all are going to say, no, that's extreme. But I challenge you to initial fat phobia. I challenge you to consider what this language implies when we say these things aloud, when we think these things, what our attitudes are surrounding gaining weight. Just take a moment to think about it. And if you settled in your mind that it doesn't apply to you, all right. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Boom. So I'm going to say follow us on HTS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Please, please, please leave us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Tell a family or friend about the show if you like what the fuck we do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have questions or comments about today's show, how do you really feel about it? Send it to us and let us know. We love to chat. <laughs> we do. All right. And we out, Goodbye. I can't. <laughs> <sighs>